Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel. Alongside me, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Keel. Tyler, Hello. I've been waiting for this one. Not only just because I've been waiting quite literally three and a half hours plus a minute for you to do, for you to get all whatever you needed to do with your girly friend done. I have one day off this week. This is the day off, okay? It's inventory season at Cabela's. Guess what? I am working 10, 11 hour days. I'm sorry I enjoyed my day off before I had to bring her home because unfortunately she doesn't have her car broken down so she can drive out like crazy. I'm sorry. You know what? Your day off was on the wrong day. Your day. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? It's on a Tuesday. You know how many days? You know how great it would be actually had a day off on a Tuesday, Alex? It's the first time in... In ever! Almost. When was Thanksgiving? I think the week of that. Well, even then, you weren't even at our Thanksgiving. You were at uh, her Thanksgivings. Yeah, it's flip-flops this year, though. So this year, I'll be at Thanksgiving with Grandpa Keels, uh, which will be very, very crammed. And then I'll go over to then I'll go to Christmas Eve over there, which means you better not eat all the abonagas this year. You better not eat. All I the, don't eat all the abonagas. We have plenty. By that after. I mean you have to block Aunt Leanne. Make sure she, she doesn't even eat all the abonagas. She takes most of them. She takes some. Most. Some. Most. Most. She's bigger she's, than some. She has cleaned up her eating habits. Some. Yes, until the abonagas get made, Alex. And guess what happens? Blank hits the fan. Yeah, you know what else hits the fan? The fit hits the shan. The fit hits the shan, and we've been waiting for this one, and so have you guys. We have quite literally not done an episode since the beginning of the Stanley Cup final. We no, have, right before. No, we did, remember game one. Game We did game one. Did we do? Oh, that's right. We, remember, did, we, we did game about, one. We okay, so they had to, two, three, and four. Three games. Three games. Three games happened since then. Man, next season we have remember to Remember what we said that what needed to happen? Next season we need to do two episodes a week. Well, we can now. We have a limited content. Heck yeah, thanks to our sponsor, quote-unquote, Baron Blade. <laughs> You're really going to go with this one until he comes in. You know, that's that's what he wants to be known as. Right now, he can't do it, or he or she, whoever they are, they can't do it. But once they, once we finally, once we get the okay, I think it's got to be some like corporate thing or something. I don't know what the heck it is. Uh, I don't know what it is, but you know what? I'm going to stick with it. Great I'm person, sticking great with people. the gimmick. Great person, great people out there. Front of the show, Baron Blade. How did we lose three followers? Sorry, I'm looking at the. I'm not like just that's not something on the list I'm talking about. I just looked at our like our podcast, our page on uh, SoundCloud. We lost three followers. You want to know why that probably is? Because some with SoundCloud. All right, there's some. You have all those different like rappers or whatever, so right. they follow you, so you follow them. That way, they can. feel... I'm sorry. I'm that not, way, they can feel I'm better about fan. themselves I'm because a they're a crappy rapper that's on SoundCloud. And I think there's only been one rapper in the history of ever that's ever actually made it alpha SoundCloud. Please let us know, people. Actually, no, that's I think two. Lil, oh, Alex. I we, think two. Lil Dicky and Post Malone. We have hit Alex. What? And actually, milestone today. I just noticed this because I looked at our stats, uh-huh. and you know us. Obviously, we only have four episodes right now because we had to delete our old ones, right? Because obviously, we only had the time. So, I, and I, it'd be dumb to put them back. But right, we've had two hundred total plays in the history of the Kill Podcast. In the entire history. In the entire history. Wow! Look at that, two hundred. Woohoo! We are one fifth to a thousand. Yeah. And one fiftieth to ten thousand. And one five hundredth to ten thousand. It's a uh, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, and one five thousandth to a million. Million, million. yes. Yeah, that, that's how math works. My, ma- my maths. <laughs> You're supposed to be this. Like, you want to know what my day was yesterday? 
just scanning stuff and beeping. There was no numbers. It was just pain and beeping. It's not like a bomb was about to go off, and that was pretty much. But aren't you supposed to be like a reverend hockey man in training? You need to do the maths. I, I know. Well, here's the thing. I was trying to do the math in my head while I was talking. Unfortunately, sometimes my brain and my mouth do not work at the same time. You've seen me at Berlin. It doesn't work out too well. Oh, I know. Because your mouth goes way faster than your brain. And that's the worst. No, sometimes the brain goes faster than the mouth. The, everything gets transferred to the mouth and the tongue just stops. Or sometimes the tongue keeps going and the brain's like, no, stop, stop, stop. It's like a massive mudslide. You're just a mess. Thank you. Speaking of messes... Vegas is in shambles. Oh my goodness, I know. Vegas is panicking. There, what do we do? Oh, well, hello, Vegas. Welcome to reality. Um, we're Toronto Maple Leaf fans, and yes, but apparently, yeah, I found this out. They had not. They'd only lost three. They only had a three-game losing streak. I think twice. It was once or twice in the regular season. Yeah, they've never. I don't think they've in won. the regular season, not the playoffs. Never the playoffs. No, the, this is like the third time this year in the franchise's history. Ha ha ha. That they've, they've lost three games in a row. And I think in the playoffs, they've only, the most they've lost in a row is twice, correct? No. They never, they had not lost multiple games in a row. Because they swept is LA. That a fact? They lost to, they lost San Jose, but twice, but separate occasions. Um, and then, they, and they only lost to Winnipeg once. You're right. That was some great quick research there, Alex. <laughs> Just sell the... Oh, God, I broke the computer. Sell the gimmick, Ty. Sell the gimmick. I Somehow I got a J and there's... Ju- what? Joe Morgan has a podcast? Okay. I, okay, don't ever pound your keyboard around on SoundCloud, guys. You'll find out that jo- famed Hall of Famer second baseman Joe Morgan has a podcast. He's probably got more listeners than we do. I mean, Stone Cold has a podcast. I mean, Stone Cold's podcast is beautiful, though. That's Al Snow has a podcast. Bill DeMott has a podcast. <laughs> Nobody listens to it, though. You want to know why? Because he's a, he's a racist. <laughs> He's, and he's, he's an abusive he, racist. He, he's more than just that. He's Yeah, I know. But we're not going to get into that. You know what we're going to get into? These games. So, remember, Tom said, Wilson. Remember, we didn't have tangents last week. Remember. Correct. We had, well, no, we had enough tangents for the next freaking, like, month and a half of episodes. There's enough tangents that we could have made our own tangerine juice. We had enough tangents in that entire episode that we could have our own tangerine farm dedicated to tangents. Tequila podcast, tangerine juice, coming to a store in your Oh, you said tequila tangerine podcast. I thought you said tequila podcast. I'm like, ooh, I like to hear a podcast about tequila. Get me really, really, really excited, but. Yeah. Hey, there's got to be, there's got to be a liquor. Po- okay, we got to, okay, sorry. Back to the regularly scheduled programming. This is why you got to write outlines, Alex. Pardon? This is why you got to write outlines more. Because I do write outlines. Where's the outline for this one? We're talking about tequila podcasts. Oh, yeah, well, he has it. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just writing scribble, 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 outline. I have wrote the word outlines. <laughs> He's written outlines. On a paper. I, I, wrote, I no. write outlines. You want to know the worst part, guys? He's written outlines inside lines. Ooh. All right, so probably we should start talking about the hockey. I think yeah, we I should. I think that's why people listen to us. Yeah, we're just over seven and a half minutes, and we should probably talk about hockey. Maybe it's because I tweet enough that people get annoyed. They just click it anyway. It's just so I'll shut up. Probably. Thank you guys very much. You're welcome. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't. You don't listen to the podcast, do you? I did once, and you know what? I thought it was really good. Well, no, I'm saying we. Li- I, I listen to it whenever I, I th- while I'm th- while I'm uploading it, but that's off. You know, our recording after recording. I, I think it was the episode right after that the Leafs were knocked out of the playoffs. I went back and I watched. Or I, yeah, I watched, I watched it. it move. The sound move. 
I watched I, the bar, the timeline bar move, and oh man! I, no, I listened to the podcast on my off my phone, and you know, I just listened to it, and I listened to it as obviously a listener. Did so you pull obviously, a Monty Python and turn your brain off? Because that's probably what you should do when you're listening to the show. Well, I mean, that's what I did. Well, in in the way that I forgot everything that we talked about, and I was listening to it. And I'm like, you know Here's what? Alex, I don't remember. What it was we talked a pretty about. good show. The only thing I remember out last week, because I'm looking at it right now, it's a deep dive in tangents. We talked about tangents. I do remember the NBC talk we had, though. Yeah. Because I was talking... We're going to have to talk about... Well, I was talking to Ryan today about how, how he thinks NBC's given NHL a bad deal, too. I'm like, oh, you should hear our podcast. Did we delete that one? Was that one of our podcasts we have on? Rating the game, promoting the playoffs, sandwich between rounds. I think that was rating the game. Yeah, it is rating the game. Holy cow, that was only two weeks ago? I thought because it was, we, we thought it was like a month ago. Time flies when you're having fun. But no, we talked about that because we talked about TV ratings and blah, 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 blah. Back to hockey. That's actually... So... Oh, nice. Okay. It's not like a finals, the thing that's, you know, important. Yes. We'll get to actually the real important stuff later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not getting there yet. I know. So, the Washington Capitals now lead the series 3-1 to one in the in the 2018 Stanley Cup Finals. They have the opportunity to finish the Vegas Golden Knights off in their inaugural season in the Stanley Cup Finals in Vegas. Thursday night. Thursday night. Because they decided, hey, we need an extra day off to build drama. No, it makes me mad because guess what? Now the NBA Finals is like, hey, we didn't. You know, the NBA Finals beat Nobody cares moment. about the NBA Finals. It's the same game. Have you? I'm sorry. Unfortunately, my Twitter. I try watching basketball and I try to get into it. Like, the regular season's pretty good because sometimes the Pistons win. Sometimes, sometimes you, the Pistons win. Sometimes the Cavaliers lose. Golden State loses sometimes, you know. Never and the Rap- Raptors did really Raptors well. sometimes win. Hey, hey, sometimes, dude, they were the best team in the league. You can't, they're the best season in franchise history. Yeah, but they weren't good enough, were they? They uh, were not. Do they have LeBron? No. How does one guy win a flipping series? You want to know why? Because he quite literally does everything just, he can off just, the court. Can we find no? You didn't no he's, no he's, shut up. no because you didn't let me give you didn't let me go on my I wanted to go on a Raptors rant after the series but you didn't let me so we're gonna ignore it now because I got a lot of pent up stuff to talk about we're not and talking I, about that right now well no you started talking about the Raptors and talking about LeBron and but I'm we're like, not gonna talk about that right now good turn back to hockey quick or else I I'm will gonna, or else I'm gonna talk about why Dwayne Casey's firing is unfair and I hope he doesn't go to the Pistons because they're in the same division but here's the thing I'll tie this back into hockey. Alexander Ovechkin is basically LeBron James. Brett Favre is the greatest football player ever. You owe me hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, I wrote you a poem. <laughs> Frank Gillian. <laughs> but but, ser- but seriously, the amount of stuff that Alexander Ovechkin does off the ice, whether it be you know in the weight room, eating or, twenty pounds of food, or doing dry land stuff, basically keeping. You can see why he has a beer belly. He's got a dad bot already. Does he have a kid? I think so. No. I don't know. You can tell why he's got a big belly. You saw his pregame meal, right? Yeah. It's like, you think I ate a lot? That's fuel. Multiply it. But that, that's not food, though. That's fuel. That's like the stuff, that's stuff that it's like... gasoline for the soul. Like, how Alexander Ovechkin is eating now is how English Premier League players used to eat, like, a decade and a half ago. Like, when Beckham, well, when Beckham, Beckham was king and they drank a bunch and they ate a crap ton yeah, of pasta. Yeah, they puked it all up after, duh. And they ate a crap ton of pasta. Alex, you watch that one train and bend it like Beckham video and you think you know everything about him. I know it. <laughs> I know how to bend the ball like Beckham. I've no, done it before. I've done it in-game. Fact. Yes, you but, also did the 360 twirl jumping in the air fairy dust block of used to see all the time. Hey, it worked. When did you ever block the ball? 
a lot. You never went to the games. Pwned. But talking about bending it like you Beckham, did, don't try to let's bend, bend this back to game. I want to talk about the game last night. Not not the game as a whole, but... Was it really a game, Alex? Can we it actually, wasn't really a game. Can we really say it was a game? It, wasn't, it got a little funny at the end. But is it really a game? I wouldn't consider it a game as we would consider it as well, okay. hockey men, quote-unquote. Well, here's the thing. If James Neal doesn't hit that post, if no. they score off the first one that was deflected by Halla, no, Halla, yes, it was Halla. Halla deflects it off the skate, goes off the post right inside, right off the hop. Right. Does that change the game? Yes. Absolutely. If James Neal doesn't have a massive brain fart and miss a four by six. And get completely affected mentally the entire rest of the game. He got his trainer to kiss his stick because he thought it would bring better luck. Yeah. It didn't bring anyone luck. It was that was all Washington. That was Washington in Game Seven against Tampa. That's what it looked. That's what it reminded me of, at least for a, a recent. Comparison. Washington is just executing right now. They're doing quite literally everything that we talked about on the show that they had to do. They, they're doing it. And, and like, I mean, obviously, like if Washington won that barn burner in Game One, well, the season series it was over. Yeah, it, it's over. And now, and they just and Washington kicked them up down the ice. What did Vegas really do? Oh, she got hit from behind by McNab. Or was it Mc- Yes, McNabb. Well, that's the only thing that happened for in Vegas's favor. I, I, get- I mean, they got a couple goals, and Flurry made a couple saves. A couple, yeah. But, and, here, and here's the thing. I think, remember we talked about at the beginning of the series, it was Marc-Andre Fleury's consummate to lose. I think he lost it. Unless they, unless he pulls three shutouts together, I think it's Kuznetsov or Ovechkin. Hands down. Or Holby, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't think Hopi has. But a I'm just. But you know, what I'm saying is Flurry. He is. He's. He's like one of the top five picks for it, but he's not going to get it. I. I just don't think, and it's not like it's his fault either. No, he's play. He's done everything he's had to do. Except but just, for the Consmite Trophy is basically, it's it's the most valuable player, and Flurry I, just I, hasn't stepped I, up. I don't want to say this. If Flurry about can, like I, but like I said, we're Flurry, talking about Hopi real quick. Hopi. I, I I don't want to say this about Holpe because I think he's a good goaltender and he has a lot of potential to be one of one, a really great goaltender. Right. But the Smythe is the most valuable player to the team. Which I think is Kuznet, in question. Which I think is Kuznetsov right now. It, I would agree because I mean, Holpe's done good, but he's not done great. Kuznetsov done, has done great. Well, I don't know. Hope it, like what? When besides game one, I don't really it's, play. it's he g- hasn't played a bad game since. But it's the game of what have you done for me lately? Well, that's what I'm saying. Because Nesov's played phenomenal. Ovechkin's played well. Ovechkin's got goals. But knowing NBC, it's going to be Ovechkin because you want to know why? Why did Crosby get it back to back years? Big cause. No, it's not NBC. NBC doesn't vote on that. But no, that, that's not how that works. We're not bringing this back to NBC. That's another episode for the summer. We're not talking about NBC anymore. Okay. But so I'm saying is so, I mean, hopefully he's not going to get it, but Flurry's not going to get it either. And Vegas, God. He has the potential to. No. He's got it unless they win. They have to win the Stanley Cup. They have to win the If they win the Stanley Cup, and unless, it's Flurry's. And if if uh, Washington wins the Stanley Cup, it's either Ovechkin or Kuznetsov. And well, I think Ovechkin's going to get it because he's never pro- he's probably never going to be in that situation ever again. Right. He's probably going to make the playoffs. I, I don't think Washington's – well, of course, then we said Washington. He may make the playoffs maybe once or twice after this year. No, and they're going to keep making the playoffs. Don't say that Okay, okay, them. with Ovechkin. With Ovechkin. Yeah, they're going to keep making the playoffs. They're not going to make the Stanley Cup final, maybe. Right. But he's not going to be in the same situation of being the Stanley Cup final and potentially winning the Stanley Cup final. Because after that, he'll make the – 
playoffs a few years or whatever, and then he's going to go back to Russia. This team is fine. This team is good enough. They'll be in the playoffs for a while. I'm, I'm not saying that the They'll teams, be the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm not saying the they'll, they'll team's bad. I'm not saying the team's bad. I'm saying that You're Alexander... You're making it seem like they're going to be awful, though, Alex. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying that Alva- Alexander Ovechkin's old. Excuse me, older. So okay, after, just because he has gray hair, and just because he has gray hair, doesn't mean he's that old. I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying that he's, he's that. 12. I'm not saying that he's that old either. I'm just saying that after this year, how many chances are he? Is he going to be in the in to win the Conn Smythe Trophy to cement his legacy to win the Stanley Cup? No, he won't. No, he won't. That's why I'm saying, and he's he but doesn't said, I, have the years left. Obviously, you were just not, making it seem like they were just going to be an awful team. And like, I didn't say he was going to be an awful team. You said a couple times to make the playoffs. A couple times. Okay. Like, Couple times in my head means that with or without Alexander Ovechkin, they're gonna last at least twenty more years. Done. Wait, what? <laughs> twenty more Okay, no about twenty. That's kind of a long time. As a as a franchise? The Washington Capitals? Oh yeah, they'll be fine for no time. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I thought you were talking about with Ovechkin. I'm like I'm confused here. No. Ovechkin, yes. Alexander Ovechkin, if he's living after two decades, good, good for on him. him. <laughs> good on him. Um, but yeah, so that's why like this is like this is Washington's time, and this maybe just be Vegas's time. Maybe next year happens where reality kicks in, and we everything we said what was going to happen this year happens next year. So for all we know, what? these two like they're they'll be they'll be mid they'll be yeah they'll be yeah seventy five possible seventy five eighty points like that may happen. Who knows? Maybe Vegas is good again next year. Because I mean, they have to sign how many everybody? People? Yeah, they have, to, they have to basically sign everybody next year. So. This is kind of either. This is like, well, and it's not. And remember, this was supposed to be out. This was supposed to be after Washington's window closed, and Vegas was never supposed to be there. So this is kind of a treat for everyone involved that they're even in this position to win. And Washington is sixty minutes away, giving overtime, of winning the Stanley Cup. Now they have to win one game. They have to win one game. They correct. have to win one hockey game. And they were able. And remember, everyone's talking about. Oh, but you know, they've had the past history of. Not being able to close out series, I don't know. They kind of walked. I mean, yeah, they let Columbus in the door, but they shut the door on that pretty quick. One four straight. You see, that's they beat Pittsburgh in six. They made yeah. Tampa look like buffoons. Yeah, they're making Vegas look mortal. I don't. I'm it, knocking on wood right now, but I'm just saying, guys. I mean, I, this is a this is not the same Washington team. Remember, like the remember the old Wings teams, the mid '90s teams, the '95, '94, '95, first '95. The 62-win team, the team that set the record for most wins in the season, that were just kicking everyone up and down the ice. Well, yeah, because they, they had faltered a freaking dynasty of players. And they faltered in the playoffs. What did they do? They got worse, quote-unquote. Remember, they like they brought in, they got rid of Paul Coffey. They got rid of Keith Primo. Mike Vernon was put on the back burner for Chris Osgood. They're supposed to be a worse team. They finished only third in the conference. And then they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, because they won. They picked up older guys. They picked up more They picked up more veteran players. Now, I'm not saying, there's not, and like we talked about this before, Washington only lost a couple players. They didn't really lose a whole lot. I mean, they're going to over time, obviously, because the, the way the they didn't works. lose their core, though. Correct. They have. I mean, they. Still, I mean, who did they really lose? Shattenkirk. I, I mean, yeah. I, I really don't know who else. I mean, who they who, might they lost Mike Green a while back, but that doesn't really matter. Been, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what everyone like. I think they were. They did offload a couple players. I know they were. They were supposed to be worse, and they finished first in the conference quietly. Finished. Or first, second in the conference. No, right. not even second in the conference. First in the Metro, sorry. Right. Basically, personnel-wise, they've just been really consistent. Or at least they haven't done anything 
drastic. They didn't do anything crazy. They weren't like a full-blown Chicago Blackhawks post-Stanley Cup dump. Okay, it wasn't like that. It was a... Right. This was a... We we lost a couple guys. Oh, well. And they've just gotten better. Burkowski's come on for them. He's been huge. Tom Wilson's taking on a bigger... Tom Wilson's on the first line. Anywhere else... There's 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 reasons for that though. There's re- well yeah, and I remember I laughed because I'm like, oh, they're trying to do like a Justin Ablicator thing because remember yes, because remember everyone's like, oh, Justin Ablicator's a thirty goal scorer. Yes, because you have Dotuk and Zetterberg handing him the puck. Yeah, that's how that works. But here's the difference between Justin Ablicator and Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Justin Ablicator can fight more. No, Tom Wilson fights. No, he no Tom Wilson can fight, but I'm saying that Ablicator, he's got the punchable face. Like it'll withstand a beating. Yes, he does. He's got that Mona Shores face. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Go, but go on, go on with um, what you're going with. I, that's what I'm saying is like, there's they look. Yes, you look on paper like yeah, they're not as good as they were last year. But look where they are. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Who, who they lose? Flurry. <laughs> they lost their backup. Well, I, I, you can you can say backup. Let's be honest. I mean, Even they may, f- they may have lost Flurry, but man, that Riley Sheehan guy, what a guy. <laughs> yeah, the reason why they lost because Tinky Winky was brought on. That's why they lost. That's why Pittsburgh lost. I'm just saying, like, not much has really changed. And, and They're like, just consistent. And what's the difference between... For, and that was the same thing they beat Tampa. What, what did Tampa really change? They like, offloaded Ben Bishop. Vasilevsky played like Vasilevsky. Got tired. Granted. Same thing with Freddie Anderson. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, no one's really changed. Washington just kind of just stayed the course and held on and, and look where they are now. You know They're what? one I, win away from Stanley Cup. I completely agree. And I think it is... Well, just like with the Conn Smythe, I think it's basically just what have you done for me lately? Because you can look back into Washington's past and you can see... Regular Southeast Division. You look at their banners. Southeast Division champions. Metro Division champions. Yeah. You can look, oh, they... President's trophies. Who cares? They've they've done really well in the, you know, the regular season, whatever. They haven't done well in the playoffs. Well, they're in the playoffs and they're doing well. And I think it comes down to the fact of they just... I think they play the same and everything around them changes. Like in the in the case of Vegas, I think I think well, I want to say it's a quote from the Terminator. If it if it bleeds, you can kill it. And I think in Game Two, when they tied the series up one to one, that's when they you know they made it. They made yeah. Vegas bleed, and now they know that they can kill it. Exactly, and they've and Vegas has tried to step back with the physical play too. But I just think Washington's just too. Excuse me. Oh, good lordy. Oh, come on, Ty. This is professional. This Mex- Mexican food's coming back to get me. That's what you get for take, going out and eating Mexican Mexican food without me. By the way, we need to go to Big E's. Yes, we do. Yes, Gosh, we do. Darn it. Big E's I, on uh, the East belt, belt Line in Grand Rapids. It's technically, yeah, it is the Belt Line over there. Yes, the Belt Line. We have to go there. Well, it's it's the Belt Line until you reach uh, 28th Street. We go there next Friday. Deal. Because I have Friday off. Or we go Thursday because I have Friday off. We'll figure that out later. Um, we'll figure it out. Um, but I just, I'm really... I, I, I do want Washington to win. I, I want them to do it. And as much as Vegas, hey, be a great story. Be a better story if they come back from this deficit and win. But I just, I, and here's my thing. My one thing is I'd like them to win at home, Washington to win. Cause I, always, I would. I'd like to see it too. Here's the problem. You let Vegas win one game, they're going to get, they're going to get confidence back. Yeah. And then all, and here's the thing. They win one game, Vegas does. Then you may, you may just accident, you may spray a little, put a little, little doubt in that locker room in Washington. Right. So that's why I think Thursday night, it is important for Washington to just get it done. Don't play with your food. Stab it in the neck, rip its throat out, and kill it. Get it over with. Right. I just, I really, 
I like Washington. And because here's the thing, Vegas can turn it on quick. And because I, I, granted, Washington can do the same thing four games in a row. It's very simple. Play the same game, bait the team around, knock them around, make them feel uncomfortable, and don't let them recover. You right. let Vegas win one game. Because you know that crowd's going to be rocking. Right. The crowd's going to be rocking Thursday night. They're going to bring in Bruce Buffer, finally, the better buffer, to do the starting lineups. Ha! And he's going to do the, it's lot, we're live, or something. Or, or no, we are live oh, above that. the <laughs> That's Jack, TD Carden. That's Jack Edwards. I I really, I, I think Washington can do it tomorrow, or tomorrow, Thursday. But it's so easy for, so easy for Vegas to get back into this. So easy. And that's what I think. Right now, Washington's got to be concerned of is that, hey, we can't let up. Well, yeah, you want to win it at home, sure. It'd be great for the fans. It'd be a great end of the story. But it would. Just get it done. Just win. Think of that documentary. I, oh, I, they struggled in the regular season, but Alexander Ovechkin. They struggled the regular season and finished first in the division. And they they have to use that one voice that they constantly use for like the Bridgestone Warner Classic build-ups or whatever, it's that one guy that talks like this, and he does everything right, but everything wrong, and they won the cup in the end. I, I so, okay, so let's look at, what, what does Vegas have to do in order to come out better in game five? And I don't know. What are you supposed to do, have Braden McNabb and Derek England start running around more? Well, you know what, if, if I had to be completely honest with you... This could go for both teams. My first um, order of business. Goalies have to stay in the net. Okay. They can't flop around. Okay, Alex, I hate seeing this. You've seen Marc-Andre Fleury play before, I, right? I've seen Marc-Andre Fleury play before, and yes, he's made spectacular saves because of it, but the only reason why they're spectacular saves is because he's been on one side of the net and he dove across the other. If he just stayed in the net... Right. Obviously, it wouldn't be a spectacular save because I think it, he's. It was, I think he's gotten a little overconfident. I'll be honest with you. He's played so well up and now, and he's look got, at game four. Holy cow! Holy cow! Pie Batman. He was flying all over the place. That's the reason why there was basically an empty net goal. He's flying like the bat wing. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. But, but you get uh, what I'm saying, though. Well, yeah, and I understand. And like I said, I think he just got overconfident. He had such three great series. He stonewalled the best offense in the league in Winnipeg. Stopped a couple subpar offenses, but pretty potent offenses in L.A. and San Jose. He's had a heck of a, heck of a playoff. He comes in, game one, it was a barn burner. They survived. But then game two, and like I said, I don't blame him for everything, but I think you, he could play better. That John Carlson goal last night, there's nothing he can do on that one. No, no. And I just, I he's been left out to dry, but I don't know. It's not his fault, but then again, it feels like he could do more. I mean, I like I said, the last night there was there was no chance Vegas was gonna win the hockey. After those two early misses and Washington got up to nothing, it was over. It was over right off right in the first period. Game three, maybe you know, Flurry played well. You know, if he stayed in his net, maybe you know who would. Shoot, I mean, what, Lars Eller had a wide-open net in Game 1, missed Game 2, wide-open net because Flurry's out, you know, flying outside the net again. So I really think he's got to just, he's got to bear down. He's got to simplify his game, and Vegas needs to come out, and they have to try to fight through. They can't let Washington push him around. They have to come out faster. Right. If they if they sit back and try to play Washington's game, they do not have the strength, they do not have the size to do it. They have to use their speed. 
Right. They tried to fight fire with fire in game four, a little bit in game three, didn't work out. Nope. And you can't do that. You have to you have to try You have to, to play your game. You have to be so you have to put speed. You have to try to throw water on the fire, you gotta do what you have to do. I don't throw water on the fire because, well, depending on the type of fire, if it's an oil fire, it'll just spread. That's what I'm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Is that you can't fight, like I said, you can't fight fire with fire, you gotta throw water. You gotta try to put it out. How are you gonna put it out? Speed. Well, you Speed. can fight fire with fire. But, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, okay. I'm saying that Vegas can't be physically as demanding as Washington has been. I they can agree can, with that. They cannot. I can Because here's the thing, that. Peter McNabb can throw as many elbows as he wants, but eventually you're gonna go in the box for that. Same thing with Derek England. He's going to throw his weight around. Okay, fine, but he's going to sit in the box because, unfortunately, Washington does it correctly. Not saying fairly. They've correctly. perfected it. Correct. Like, that's why I think... Tom Wilson has perfected if, it. If Toronto hadn't beaten Boston up so much that they would have been weak in Tampa, I would have loved to see a Boston-Washington series. But guess what? They ran out of gas because Toronto beat this snot out of them. Yeah, it was a freaking dogfight. So, but I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. Going back to what I said about Flurry, first series of Vegas Golden Knight history, Fleury holds the entire LA Kings roster to three goals the entire series. Stanley Cup final, the series isn't even over yet. He has let in 15 goals, six of them coming from game four. Six. So what does Malcolm Subban finally get in the game? I mean, hey, I'm, su- hey, I'm surprised hey, that he wasn't in the game hey. yesterday because, oh, the great Pierre Maguire with his great... You know, I kind of agree with this, looking back on it, and at the same time, oh, I don't. Oh, it's pretty loud down here, guys. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Pierre Maguire said it was it was going into the second intermission. He was like, "Oh, Pierre, what do you think that uh, what do you think that the Vegas Golden Knights should do as a strategy, you know, strategy, strategically or whatever?" And he's like, "Well, they should just they should just bench Flurry and get him ready for game." Yeah, absolutely. Because what Cause he's not going to do shoot. nothing. Well, he's not going to turn the game around. Exactly. Malcolm Subban, if they come back and win, that's fine if Malcolm Subban comes back and win. But Flurry's Hurrah still for Malcolm. But Flurry's still starting game five. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, at least they didn't. Six least, goals, though. At, at least, at least Washington fans didn't give him the, the we want Subban chance. Like Winnipeg Oh, did. I totally would have. No, I here's the thing. Totally they would. know when Winnipeg did that in game one, they said for we want Subban or whatever. And what happened? Flurry got pissed. Flurry got pissed and played well. I think Flurry, if he's mad, he'll play better, and Vegas will come out harder. It'll be an interesting game five. Don't count out Vegas, but if Washington just keeps it and they're able to hold them off, hey, we're, we're talking finally. Well, Vetchkin gets his cup. But Crosby's still better. Yeah, but, but here's <laughs> but the Crosby th- is still better, guys. Yeah. He, he, he's got the numbers. He's got the championships. But in the situation of that, like... Has he doing, won the quadruple gold? Yes, he has. He's won he the was. gold, world champion, Olympic, world championships, world cup, and world juniors. Yep. He is... Did, quint- he, did he win the U18s? He probably did. He's right? first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, yeah, once absolutely. He, the year that he retires, he's going to be there. I don't think... It's, it's not a Wayne Gretzky thing. I don't think it's like that. I think he's the win, next Wayne Gretzky. I, I think, think so. I don't think so. How much he's a, impacted not only hockey... But, like, just the NHL if as a he whole. Does, yeah. He's first Here's ballot. the thing. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think they're going to. They I, I think they should. Well, For well. his legacy that he's done, unless he just falls off the face of the earth and gets into drugs and stuff like that, I th- What? Basically, what wor- just happened here? Worst case scenario. Sidney Crosby's going to turn to a life of crime and drugs. You're drawing right, because he's going to be the worst. He's going to be in Pittsburgh. He's going to be in... P- frick- he's going to go... Rudy! Rudy! 
Cindy Crosby's going to Winnipeg, man, and he's going to screw Grace! 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 Rooney! Grace! Rooney! <laughs> Who are we going to do it for lunch today? Pun, my French! An asshole! Yes, I am, sir. An asshole! Thank uh, you, Mr. Kennedy slash Anderson slash Fry. Fry, yeah, Fry. Cameron Fry. Great Gordy Howe jersey. Didn't fit. Beauty go- Hey, you know, hey, I still wear my Silly Bear sweater. Yep. You can even call even, it that. Even though it... It's well, gosh, it's, it's a sweater. It's a t-shirt it just, with a... It's a kid's it's, sweater with the legit logo put on it, which covers 95% of the sweater. It And it's, it's beautiful. A, it's a sweater for someone that's the correct it size. It was a sweater when I was six, when I got it. Yes. Which was beautiful. So, um, you know what? I have a question for you. So, since, well, no, are we, wait, no, did we, were you talking about what happened when Ovechkin, remember the, the post and Ovechkin gave him the fist pump? Ah, oh, yes. yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> hot take coming to your way. It's not a hot take. It's No, pretty, it's a hot take okay. for me. Let me tell you something, Okay, man. so let me explain what happens here. So, if you guys watched the highlights today, at least I, I saw it on SportsCenter, because I, I was at the gym today, and of course ESPN was on. They actually had a decent long clip. They actually showed more than just a couple goals. Then against Cup Final and Barry Melrose and Steve Levy are there, so they got to put some money invested into it. So, so they show the highlight, and Ovechkin apparently when James, this is when James hit the post, Ovechkin kind of did a fist pump, and everyone kind of stood up and started going crazy because they thought Holby made a save. Uh huh. And so and the guy that this up- is what I noticed when we watched the game last night. So I watched it, and for some weird reason, I just know I just noticed the damnedest things. So as Mr. Ovechkin is doing the nice little fist pump in the background, right behind you the back. See a guy stand up. Front row, he stands up. You know what he's holding? A mason jar. A mason jar with who knows what it could be. It 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 could have been. It could have been a soda. It could it could have been. For all we, I'm gonna say it was moonshine. Moonshine. Like they don't sell glass. For okay. some reason, Caps fans. This Caps guy, he earned so much money doing some bootleg running bad old moonshine that he freaking purchased a ticket. All the way from the Appalachian Mountains and went to a Washington game. And somehow game got in there with it. And somehow got in there with it. So now, front row. Someone please tell no Caps fans, do they sell Mason Jars at hockey games? Please. Please if, tell us this so we can at least figure it out because I want to know why there was moonshine at a hockey game. Because you Even imagine- if it wasn't moonshine, even if they, they just, if they sell Mason Jars of like beer or something, they I want to. They can't I, sell I wanna, glass. They can't sell glass at. Well, maybe a plastic mason jar, something. I don't know. I mean, they but sell, we need to figure this they, out. They sell them at the Jays games until the, you know the game five of. Because one of two things happens: one, Washington's genius because they selling th- you're selling things out of plastic mason jars and that looks cool. Yeah, or no, two, those things that thing, that thing looked pretty well glass to me. That did not look like plastic. Or two, what is your security, man? I could work it's there, Washington. D.C., the capital of the United States. I could literally see We have scanners at Van Andel. I have seen scanners at Wings of Wings Wing Stadium. Okay? Yeah. Kalamazoo, that's ECHL team in uh, Michigan. The K-Wings, yep. But Washington, D.C., how do you... You can't go... You can't walk into a bar without getting a pat down. If, if, they, if they miss that, quite literally, I'm applying for the job. 
What fire your in, no, fire your entire security staff. What do you I'm going to stand at the front door with a squirt gun. I'm going to do it better than that. I will find all the mason jars. I don't even care if all the fans have to stand in one line and I have to pat them down one person at a time. Leslie, I would like, be way better than that. Like, le- what? Like, like Leslie Nielsen. How do you just miss that? <laughs> to make- How? Cavs fans, please. I'm going to try to tweet this out to so make sure you guys actually get this. Can someone answer this question? Is it a mason jar no, we gotta, I'm that find, you no, sold, no, or does your security you know I'm gonna suck? Find, I'm going to find that screenshot. I'm going to find that screen grab after my chair quits squeaking. Do we have any WD-40 anywhere? Because yeah. this, this squeaky chair is actually getting pretty darn annoying. <laughs> well, we have degreaser. We have WD-40. All right. Ovechkin, fist bump. Well, why are you looking up the thing now? Are you about to do a Twitter post live? I want to see if I can find it. I want to see if I can find the fist bump from last night. Fist so, bump last night. So while he, while he was doing while he's doing that, um, um, a little food for your thought. NHL referee Garrett Rank has qualified for the 2018 yes! U.S. Open. Yes, that's great. NHL referee <laughs> qualifies for the U.S. Open. That know, in itself. You want to know the funny part? Somehow you're so you're telling me that not none of the Chicago Blackhawks have tried out for it. They've been golfing for two months now. Try it out. Oh, for the U.S. Open? Yeah. Yeah, get it because they <laughs> Get it because they lost. Yeah, they, they didn't make, make the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Chicago! We're going to be like the Bulls. Everyone, overboard! Off get the, out! Overboard, off the band. Patrick Kane will buy out your contract. Off the bandwagon. Who cares about the money? Off the bandwagon. Jonathan Taves will buy out your contract. Who cares about the money? Duncan Keith, overboard. We're gonna go back to not allowing. We're our, paying off your contract. We're gonna Who go. Who cares about the money? We're gonna go back to not allowing our games to be televised because we want people to show up in the building. Yeah. Did you find the screenshot yet? I can't. Find I was. It. I was trying to sell that one. I know you're trying to stall it, but I couldn't find it. Well, anyways, here's what I'm saying. Pretty much, just go back and watch the highlights from the game. You will find it. Because guess what? They got to have Ovechkin fist bumping on the bench and showing that he's a team player. Exactly. Because everyone thought he's had this conception of him being a selfish, you know, you know what. Well, because he's the and best. I never really had that idea. I just thought, you know, he's kind of I like, think that's a misconception for anybody that doesn't really pay attention to a team because they think, well, this guy's the best. You know he's like a This super- guy's the best player, so obviously he has to be selfish if he has that many goals. No, he's a... He, me, he passes. He's a good locker room player. He passes. He's, he's a great good, locker room player. Good locker room player, and some occasionally he plays defense. Yeah, he's gotten better at that. He's getting older, so he knows he can't skate as fast, so he has to stay in the neutral zone. He is better th- than Gretzky, but that doesn't say a whole lot. Why do you think a lot of his goals are from basically the point? Because now, that he's way he's been doing that since birth. That way he doesn't have to skate as fast. I've seen him skate. He's not the fastest skater. No, he's not. He can drive his shoulder down. He's got that. He's got that man meat. Like you said, he's got that dad by though. He's got that he's dad strength. Thick. He's a thick man. Two C's for how much power's behind that engine. Thick. Thick. Alan Thick. That's how thick it is. No. 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 Okay. No. I try. You're talking about a Russian and trying to bring Alan Thick into this. That just. That's a recipe for disaster. Hmm. Is that Family Ties or Family Matters? Which what, what show was he on? Alan Thick back in the eighties. Uh, I think it was Family Ties. Um, no, I'm gonna look this up because I have to. <laughs> so, uh, you had something that you want to talk about news wise, Ty? Um, before we do, do our final segment, what's the main final segment? Are we talking with the Islanders first or Lucru? Lucru's final Lou segment. Lucru. So, um, so Ekman. Ekman. 
So one of the th- so one of I guess the big three defensemen that's contracts me up next year is um, going to be Ekman Oliver Larson. Larson. It's going to be Drew Doughty, Eric Carlson, and Oliver Ekman Larson. Now, yes, this all could change by July first. Growing pains. That's what was the show was. I'm sorry, it popped up finally. Growing pains for Alan Thicks. Alan Thick fans. As you were saying, um, oh, so OEL is one of them. And listen to the recent Bobcast, and and they remember they talked about it on insider trading last week. That's one of the things he mentioned. That OEL is getting offered from Arizona eight years, eight point two five million a year. Now, my thing about this, I know it's really early because July first is uh, twenty six. There's thirty days in June, right? Twenty five, twenty six days from now. And Did you just ask if there's thirty two days in June? Thirty days in June. I was about to say, Tyler. Are there thirty two days? I know you've been struggling with math today, but <laughs> I got. I feel like I should go back to school just to feel smarter again yeah do it no because that costs money not if you're an employee of davenport well it'll cost less that's when we talked about sponsorship whatever and how big bees is like connected with the school we can get big b to sponsor the hockey broadcast that'd be kind of cool yeah free coffee yeah yeah, yeah you, know, you could have them sponsor the <gasps> broadcast and you could have them sponsor the potential we podcast get tims to broadcast us or uh, sponsor us if we got tims to be oh my gosh no because it's they're free coffee man well, you could get free coffee with Bigby, and here's the thing also. Uh, oh, Dav- better lattes. <clears throat> no, it's the fact that Davenport already has a thing with Bigby, and Bigby's a competitor But uh, Alex, don't Tim you Hortons. want free donuts and free Timbits for during a broadcast? Don't you want it? Yeah, but I also like the Black Bear from Bigby. It's one of those drinks that's not even on the menu, but I know what it is. And it's Alex, it is delicious. on the menu. It's in the system. I've done. I work there. <laughs> it's not on the menu. It doesn't say on the board. Yes, we're okay. I'm sorry. You can only have some. Anyways, OEL. Back to where I was going with here. Yes, because you uh, went on the tangent. So this time, this will be. How do we get, oh, yeah, we're talking about the days. So July first, they can't. No one can be resigned until July first. I'm gonna try to figure out what's going on with Eric Carlson because we haven't heard a peep from Ottawa. The only thing we really heard from Ottawa at all is. You know, the consensus of Daniel Offertson wanting it, Eugene Melnick gone. That's the only thing we've heard out of Ottawa. Haven't heard Off anything. the record, quote-unquote. Off the record, you mean in the press. Okay, whatever. You got, That's why when you... Off the record, see, in the press. That's something I've learned. You got it. You have to have the trust of people. That's why I think working at Davenport is easy, because everyone knows who I am, and I can do that off well, the record. Well, not everybody knows and everyone, who everyone. Well, on the hockey teams. Like, I would have talked to Chris about stuff off the record. Yeah. And he'd trust me with that. And same with Phil and Eric. We'd be able to do that. You gotta be careful when you do those kind of things. You say, "Hey, off the record," and you say this. Oh yeah, off the record, absolutely. Say something scandalous, and that thing's going on the front page of the every news in the area, newspaper in the area. So yeah, because if it's it's if it's a newsworthy thing or it's gonna make a lot of money, absolutely. Do it. Yeah, exactly. Do it. But that's why you gotta be careful. Anyway, so back to OEL because I was talking about Carlson. Um, I think what so what's gonna happen is you're gonna see a chain of events. Eric Carlson Eric Carlson's going to wait because he's going to see because he's got Dowdy and OEL and he can test the market that way. Here's my thing about it. If OEL gets signed for $8.25 million a year, guess what Carlson's asking for? 10 plus. Same for Dowdy, 10 plus because those two defensemen are better than OEL. Not if, to mention the fact that the cap's going up. Well, yes, but like that's that that does I, I that does make a little bit of a, it does and like it goes up your percentage. Think of it this up. way: you have, you have to pay. Well, like Giant Tavares is getting ten million dollars. You have to pay for an agent. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, well, yes and no. 
Yes, yes, yes. Every but, pl- yes, but that doesn't really tie to it so much because you're going to see the market, and if you see a third, yes, Oliver Ekman-Larsen is probably an elite defenseman in this league considerably. He is. I would like to see him play on a top team though before I pay him eight point two five million dollars a year. Now, does OEL take a pay cut to go somewhere else? Because I don't think there's many teams out there who are going to willing to get eight point two five million to him when they can spend just about the same before they sign him for like an Eric Carlson. No, because if I'm if I'm looking at even even after he signs a contract and Arizona wants to maybe trade him or something, I'm looking That's at a big dollar amount. I'm looking at Ekman Larson, and I don't see just Ekman Larson. I see Ekman Larson with quite literally every sandbag that has ever existed in the world attached to his legs. He is weighted down with so much. Right, and that's why I think at that went, point, at that point, else, he becomes a liability to well, my. Well, I think that's why I think. Well, you, you can always have teams. Arizona could retain, and Arizona I think would have to retain him at the cap floor. Oh yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, if so, say okay, so hypothetically, OEL resigns, Carlson and Dowdy wait. So now they see him sign for 8.25. They're going to get signed more. And I will be 100% honest with you. You can put me on the record, post it to wherever. I don't think Carlson's worth $10 million anymore. I really don't think so. No. Because here's the thing. As good as he is, how good was he this year? Well, yes, you can say it was his first year on his on his metal ankle. I'm sorry. That kind of puts him out of stand. You can't pay. I mean, that's why I think maybe Otto waits. It's the same situation kind of with how Steve Eiserman was with his bionic knees. You're not going to pay him everything. Yes. Yeah, and, but you're saying he understood that. That's exactly. I think that's one thing that Eric Carlson has to figure out is that you're, you're, you're bionic now. You have a limited time span to play the game. So you're not going to make as much. So you're going to take a pay cut from what your current salary is. Right. At least. <clears throat> If not, if he makes his current salary somewhere else. Yeah. But I think he's he, if he's smart, he'll take a pay cut. But he should also realize that money does not equate how good you are or how important you are to a team. Because Steve Eisman got paid. His contracts aren't that massive. Of course, then again, right. back then. He, even if you were to equate that and translate that to whatever the dollar amount was today – he he didn't really take as much. He did he took pay cuts right. because he realized I don't have he, to make I don't have to make millions and millions of dollars to, to be to the essential part of this team. That's why he was the captain because he was willing to do what was best for the team and not just best for him because he was already set. So going back to um, Ekman Larson. Yes, I was gonna I was no, gonna no, sorry, I was going back to Oliver Ekman Larson and how how that'll affect Eric Carlson. Now here's my thing about Eric Carlson. Like I say, he's not worth a $10 million player. That's why I think if he's Eric Carlson and he sees that, oh, he already signed for that much, he can get Ottawa to give him that kind of money. Because he knows if he plays, if he has another eh, meh season next year, he's not getting much as OEL. No. he, he There's no way. He has. To, that's why I think he's going to sign the, on July 1st, just because, hey, I may not be that good, but I still want the money. Which, remember, if we remember it's one of our deleted episodes, remember that little shit we all went through. Oh, yeah. Uh, if... If Carlson resigns with Ottawa, he's he playing for win. the money. He doesn't want to win a cup. That's why I'm saying I think teams see that. It's like, hey. You said the same thing with Tavares, too. 
But look look how... Well... We're going okay. to get to that in a second. We'll, we'll do a quick second. Long story short, if OEL resigns, it you are just putting more money into Drew Doughty's pocket, more money into Eric Carlson's pocket. Right. And I'm going to say my little stick about... And, um, of course, then again, I say it's Eric Carlson and Doughty don't resign on July 1st, or at least a couple days later. Oh, oh baby. It's, it's hunting season. <laughs> unless Eric Carlson bombs and Doughty's the only guy. Doughty can still play. Eric Carlson? Well, I don't know. You know, I, you know what I'm. We'll see next year. I don't know. You know, he was what? non-existent this year. I Here, can say. Here's that right what now. I'll say: If I'm Carlson or Dowdy and I don't sign on the first, I'm investing. Well, oh, I'm, if I hear I'm, this, I'm investing in multiple phones because I'm about to get blown up. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, I can't, they can't talk until like the next June, anyways. But that's what I'm saying is, oh, for my agent at least, right. Because you can't talk to the main guy, but you can talk to his agent. And then his agent can talk to him because they have, well, he's his agent. He is allowed to talk to him whenever, wherever, because he's there to facilitate. And that's he, why and but that's why I'm saying, like, OEL, as OEL signing a contract can dictate the market. I remember I was going to write something about when Jack Eichel resigned, but I think everyone's kind of like, okay, Jack Eichel's kind of, eh. Yeah. Of course, then we'll see with the Austin Matthews contracts, and oh my goodness, this is, oh, I don't like this. I don't like free agents and contracts and stuff. Right. Well, I don't care if the, con- the thing goes up to 80, if the cap goes up to $80 million. Right. Well, our next segment is going to be involved with a free agent. Certain free agent. But before, but, I want to say my last. Former part, London Knight, great. Yep. But I want to say my. Former Oshawa draft pick. My quick part about uh, Ekman Larson. Yeah, you had a quick part. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Well, it was, it was a com- combined Go! part. Okay. Ekman Larson, you said that how much he signs for dictates the entire market it for salary wise. For those two, for those, for those two, two. It, it it basically sets the standard for those defensive players on the You're market. You're setting a bar. It's a bar. It's one of those bar setting contracts, right? I like how I would to, say like the same. Was. I would say yeah. the same thing for the entire Phoenix franchise. If he signs to that much, that you set, you already set the bar for how successful you can be. Because we already know, and we've talked about this, you know, during the week, the Ekman, uh, excuse me, the Arizona Coyotes haven't reached their cap. I well, they struggle to. They, they struggle to. They they have too many quote unquote mid card or talent. They don't have enough like big well, players. Well, that's why they got Dotsuk and Pronger's contracts, Alex. Right, but they had to meet the floor. But they didn't do it. Well, they did. No, they did. They do. Well, oh, okay. They, they, they met the floor, them. but Datsuk didn't play a single game, I don't well, think. That's, well, that's the point. It's the point that you pick up contracts to cap and stuff like that. Right. That's why they dumped out. That's why they dumped off Clarkson and get Hortons because Clarkson's was more expensive than Hortons. So they pay, hey, just because Horton can't play, we'll take his contract because it's less. So I'm saying if you can't. Davey Clarkman. Great play. Great if. Guy. If your plan is to pay Ekman Larson eight point two five per year, that way you can reach your cap. Oh, it's not because of that because they want to keep him around and they think he's well deserving of it, which he is. Which just, he is, but eight point two five is a lot for him. That is a lot, especially every single I think year. Else, I think if I'm Ekman Larson, I'll take that million dollars off that. And I'll go play somewhere for six six and a half. I'll I I'd rather that's, go. That's two two million. Two. I take I take less than what they're offering to go play somewhere better. Unless I see legitimate improvements, which I don't think there is. There's not a whole lot going for them. Go to Buffalo and go talk to... Uh, oh, my gosh. Go talk to your boy. Yeah. OEL. OEL. Darlene. Mm-hmm. Ristolainen. That's what I'm thinking. That's oh. what I've been thinking about basically all day when, oh, when we man. started talking about Ekman Larson a wow. couple days ago. Did you, did you think of that? 
Is I that just, just me? I is just, that my sniper shot right there? That's your Ping! Sniper. Wow. Yeah, I don't want to ride with Buffalo. I like playing them when they suck. It's a lot more fun because then if we beat them, hey, we beat Buffalo. It's easy two points. If we lose, it sucks. But As a Leafs fan, I love the there's idea. There's too many good teams in the Atlantic already. We don't need Buffalo coming along and Ottawa coming back around. As a Leafs fan, Ekman Larson playing for Phoenix, or Phoenix Arizona, wherever. I keep calling Glendale. Phoenix. Glendale, Arizona. The Arizona team. The Coyotes. Ha! Suck it, Yotes. <laughs> yeah, take that, Yotesy. Take that. It's good, was. but him him playing somewhere else. Oh my goodness! It's, it, it'd be much I, for his if he wants to if he wants to make money. That's okay, stay home. But if he wants to win, Arizona ain't the place to do it right now. And Eric Larson ain't gonna be young forever. He's but, been he's been in the he's been in the league for a couple years now. But you know what might be the place sooner or later? Dallas, the island. Oh, going, yes, into, our, nice going into our last one. Nice. nice. That's a segue for you. Segue, boys. Segue, boys. Just gonna send it. Just gonna. S- Are you silly? I'm still gonna send it. <laughs> I'm still gonna send it. It's gonna be a good day. Well, the Lou Crew. It was a big day for the Islanders. Well, okay, we don't know for sure. The entire island. It's Not the, even the Islanders. It's the, the Lou. Island. It's the Lou Island. The Lou Crew. The Island. And, uh, no, Come on, I loot. Oh, Come on, let's go. Come on, I Okay. So the Islanders part way with Doug Waite first. Head coach. Well, interim. But yes. Interim. Interim, who actually did a lot better than Caputo. Uh, Caputo. Cap- Cap- oh, my gosh. What's his name? Caputo. The Italian guy. Cappuccino. <laughs> yes. Um, Cap- no, it was Jack Caputo. It was Caputo. Caputo. No, Caputo is a dra- racer at the track. Capuna, oh my Caputo gosh. is also the last name of the uh, warden in Orange is the New Black. But that show's over. Get yourself a pat on the back, Alex. I'm glad you know that. Woohoo! Nailed it! Um, so they fire him and general manager Garth Snow. Lou Lamarillo just walked in there and said, this is my job now. And, and the New York Islanders owner... Name, something I should have looked up before this. While you're doing that, I'll stall for you. Lou Lamarillo going to the New York Islanders is basically like the WWE developmental system. You take FCW, Florida Championship Wrestling. Oh, the, oh, and the you, John Ledecky and John, they went up to John Ledecky, Scott Malkin, and told them, This is my team now. And guess what they did? They, they said, Okay. Okay, but back to my story. Because it's New Jersey. Lou Lamarillo is. Basically, going is the WWE going from FCW to NXT. Quite literally, a show that was never aired on TV, didn't have any quote-unquote pay-per-views, and then go to a show that may or may not be better than the main roster and has pay-per-views. Capuano. I was right. It wasn't Capuano. Yeah, Cappuccino. Why Cappuccino? Because it's funny. Okay, whatever. So, I really... This is great. Everyone thinks, of course. I met, well, we listen. Well, we just saw the clip uh, from Tim and Sid earlier with Elliot Friedman, my bud, good buddy Freech. He was on the show today. Elliot Friedman, he's not your buddy. Don't care if you met a guy that talked to a guy that met Steve Dangle, who's good friends with Freech or whatever. Nope, nope. You would call him Friedman. Freech talked about it on the show today with Tim and oh, Sid. Oh, I swear to God, <laughs> talked about how the kind of the feeling around the league. Because remember, they thought I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> 
You scared the dog. Good. Chewie jumped. Chewie was sleeping, and you had to. Anyways, so so pretty much what happened was everyone was kind of had this idea of that there was tampering. How Lou transitioned so fast from being a senior advisor to actually working for the Islanders. And everyone's kind of like, what in the world? Is there something wrong? And everyone thought it was unfair because now Tavares is kind of more open to re-signing with the Islanders, at least more open than he was beforehand, which we said probably was going to happen because obviously now with Lou bringing in his, you know, his, his leadership and his, I guess like his brain trust, if you will, like he's, he has it more, he's more capable, I think, of persuading Tavares to say, because he can probably bring a better team around, which happens now because now they need a coach and a new general manager. Well, Lou... Who do you think's going to be a general manager? I don't know. Uh, can you do a Lou? I can't do a Lou. A Lou Lemoreau? Oh, jeez. That's a I don't. One. I haven't listened to him it's talk like a, enough. It's like a weaker Marlon Brando. I, I literally haven't listened to well, him. you know, I think. I, I can't do it. I, I haven't listened to I him talk enough. I just see him in the press box. Just looking. Well, we did see the clip of him, of Kyle Dubas showing him his phone and laughing. I really think, I think Kyle Dubas showed him a meme. And he Lou, showed him a good doge. He showed him a good doggo meme. A good no, dog. not even doggo meme. Doge. Doge? Doge. I'm not going to use that word. You want to know why? Why? Because it's an old meme. And as much as our new GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs tries to be young, he doesn't play Fortnite. He's not. Oh, up, my gosh. He's we, not up we, to date with the memes, we dude. We don't play Fortnite, Alex. I've done Are we old? Are we old? Mentally, yes. I would say so. I found out that Valerie Burry and Candace Cameron Burry's kids dating one of the uh, uh, one of the daughters from Duck Dynasty. That's how old I feel. Oh yeah, about, you mean the daughter? Uh, yes, the um um um. What's oh, the, what's her name? Nicole. I think it was Nicole. No, because Nicole. No, because Kelly found it's like oh, Candace Cameron Burry's daughter son is dating one of the the daughter from Duck Dynasty. I'm like, you're telling me Valerie Burry's kid is old enough to date? Well, now I feel old. Even though I think he's 16. There's so many things that have happened right now that's make me feel just ridiculously old. The fact that Avon's like seven. Dude, I'm four years younger than you and I feel old. I know. Well, give or take. Well, three and a half-ish. Depending on the time of year. Right now it's four, right? Yes. 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 Well, actually, no, three and a half. No, right now it's four because you're 19, I'm 23. So right now it's four. Even though technically we're totally wrong. So it's still three and a half, and I tell you all to shut up. 23 minus 19, what does that equal? 23 19. Thomas Jefferson, sucker! 23 19. 23 19. 23 19. 23 19. 23 19. We've lived for this moment. Back to hockey. <laughs> so the and so now there's all this talk, you know, with them getting with with Doug Wade getting fired, as well as Garth Snow getting fired. Of course, then again, Garth Snow has been fired three years ago. So that's that's none of here nor there. Um, I just, I'm trying, I'm like, I'm quick looking at the sports center article just to make sure, just to make sure I'm not seeing anything of like people like freaking out about it. I, it was supposed to happen. Oh, Lou, Lou actually has a conference call. Here we go. Um, there's a culture change that it's needed and there's new voices needed in different areas. And because of that, that the changes were made, Lou Lermo said on a pre- conference call, there's been a lot of changes for different reasons, and right now is just trying to stabilize anything. Start off with a fresh face, start off with a fresh mind, a fresh coach, and just go forward. That is Lou Lamarillo, ladies and gentlemen, in a nutshell. Not saying what he's going to do, but he's going to do it. It's basically like the closing parts of WCW, thinking about it. Like, 
in the like last years or so, you knew that it was going to die. David Arquette was the world champion to to basically promote a movie. He was the world champion to promote a movie. And Vince, Ar- Vince Russo was in charge. And basically, it wasn't – you know it was going to die, but there wasn't closure until Vince McMahon bought the company. Right. Even though they sold it as Shane McMahon bought the company, but it was Vince. That was a dumb angle. It was it actually wasn't, wasn't a, it wasn't a dumb angle. It was. Just, it was a great angle. The invasion just, was phenomenal. It was a great angle, a great idea, just not just poorly executed. Then again, when you have guys like Buff Bagwell as your main event carters at the end of WCW, you're not going to do so hot. Speaking of mid carters, back to Garth Snow's ability as a general manager. No, I he's not even a mid carter. So so can we can we just oh, let's quick so let's kind of look at Garth Snow's legacy. Twelve years as general manager. Eight times they missed the playoffs, including the past couple years. Yep. Only won one playoff series. Yep. Like, even John Ferguson Jr. didn't last that long. Brian yep. Burke wasn't even given that long of a time. Yep. And I think this is due to poor ma- poor management by the ownership, by yep. the owner group. So, I think finally since they like, hey, well, Lou's willing to come over and help us. Right. Let's, let's let him make, like, Lou, what do you think we should do? Well, what does Lou want to do? Well, they give it to him. I think this is something Lou wanted to do. This Lou, isn't what do you, what do you think we should do? It's like, well, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I I, I mean, it's not, I, that's not that either. I just think we. I think, this is why I'm like this is this has got Lou all over it though, eh? Lou is well, there yeah. for a week, a week and a half. Uh, like this, I mean, he hasn't been there. So I'm saying he's not hasn't been there that long. So, and he's like, and he's making eleven days, already. eleven days has not been. Yeah, right. He's not been there long that long. So, no, because it happened on a podcast day. No, it didn't happen last Well, Mark week. Hunter did it. No, yes, it was. It did the day before. So, I don't think it was last week. It was two weeks ago. It was 11 days. Well, no, because it was right after we did the We're Losing. This is how I'm doing my timeline. Sandwich between rounds, throwing the playoffs, running the game. I did it a few weeks ago. Maybe not. I don't know anymore. No, because we did the We're Losing one over a month ago. We're, anyways... Um, so yeah, you look up when he was hired. Look up when he was hired by the Islanders, please. So I'm really interested to the see. The 22nd. Was I right or was I right? Uh, two weeks ago. No, it wasn't 11 days. It was two weeks ago. Five. Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So two weeks Over ago. Over two weeks ago. Correct. So seeing this move is, I'm not surprised, but it should have happened earlier, granted. And I think this is what the Islanders need. They needed a kick in the teeth, and they brought the guy, perfect guy in to do it. What did the Leafs need back in 2015? They needed, they had a coach. They needed a guy to help run the play. Or no, they they didn't even have a coach yet. They didn't have Babcock yet. Nope. They needed a guy to help run this place. Who did Shannon go to? Shannon went to a guy that he trusts. He trusted Lou. He brought him into the league. He's like, hey, you want to help me out for a couple of years? We have this kid coming up here in the general and management. He's the only guy I kept here. I didn't fire him. I fired everyone else, but this guy has potential. Can you help show him the ropes? Maybe help us out. Maybe help turn the franchise around. He does it. Comes in, does his thing. Hires Babcock. Look at the product on the ice. Look pretty good. Look pretty good. Look pretty good. Yep. Bunch of good players and so good, now, good men. Lou Lou finally passed the torch off to Kyle Dubas. Says he'll stay. Uh, and we all kind of figured. Uh, I mean, well, once the Islanders rumors started going around, I he think, didn't say he was going to stay. Well, he said was, sorry, the was plan on. was that he was to Going stay. To say, correct. And but, ha- at, least, at least stay through maybe the contract negotiations. But as soon as we heard the rumors with Lou, we knew he'd keep it under wraps, but it was probably going to happen. And we weren't really, were we really that surprised? 
We weren't surprised, but... I'm surprised how quick it was, quick it happened. Yes, I'll admit that. That I will attest to. That's why I think everyone's kind of no peeled around the league is that, that it happened so fast. I think there may have been some shenanigans. And Elliot Friedman said it himself, like it's Lou against, like there's Lou and there's everyone else, which is true. It's Lou. But... So he gets an opportunity. He wants. To, did he want to go work with his son? Possibly. Does he want to have a new fresh start back closer to home in New York? Most likely. So I really think what happened was he decided he wanted to do something else. And he says, well, I, you want me to do my job? You want me to help out this franchise? Here's what needs to be done. And guess what? Their ownership group, I think, is going to buy into this. And you know what? Now the Islanders are going to be a tough team to play against in the years to come. It's exciting for the Islanders fans. Right. Well, And maybe he'll bring them back to Nassau. Who knows? Lou will figure out that building problem like that. Oh, my god! He'll either, A, go to the Nassau County Commission and tell them, hey, you're going to build me a new rink, or he's going to go up to the people that run the Barclays Center and say, all right, you turds are out. I'm running this place now. You have a basketball no, team? No, I'm, I'm no, not. Okay, it's a joke. Uh, no, it's I, a I, joke. Was, I was going to say that as, as, as hard it would be to re-erect Nassau Coliseum. No, they build a new one, Alex. They build a brand new one. Remember, they're supposed to build it by Belmont Stakes over by that area. I, I, I know. On but the island still. Yeah, you're st- you're supposed to build a new one or whatever, but as much it would suck for them to play at the old Nassau Coliseum for a little while, and it might be a liability kind of thing because the building's kind of crumbling a little bit. Yeah. But the Barclays Center is not set up for sports. It's a No, new- it's set up for basketball. Okay, basketball, but... I'm talking about like transit and stuff. They don't have enough parking there, and they depend on people. Yeah, okay. and they depend okay, on. Okay, Alex, where's the parking in Madison Square Garden? You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. It's downtown. It's gonna happen. They have a tunnel system. Duh. They have a tunnel system near MSG, and then Barclays Center was like, "Hey, we can do that," and they had a tunnel system going right under it. They have an entire train station right under the Barclays but, Center, okay, but so, you know what? So, it didn't work. So back to well, back to Lou. Back to, to the Lou crew. Back to the Lou crew. I really think this is good for the Islanders. It scares me because he's still in the Eastern Conference. Sure, we only play the Islanders three times a year, but that's that could maybe help turn the franchise around. And I really think, as much as everyone's saying shenanigans or whatever with Lou, hey, and if, shoot, if Brad Marchand was on my team, I'd like him. Oh, heck yeah. If Lou Lamorello is performing shenanigans, hey, how in the world did we get away with Joffrey Lupul? Joffrey Lupul's fine. He's, you know, he's an offensive and defensive liability on the ice, but hey, he could have played. You remember but when we pulled it off? You remember when Nathan Horton played for Boston? And I absolutely hated his guts, and then he got signed by Toronto. Well, yeah, but of course I knew he wasn't going to be anything. Well, he, he wasn't was... going to be anything, but I was like, oh, okay, I like you now. But here's the thing. And then he just sat there, and I was like, eh, you're a liability. Well, he, he's he does have well, he's had legit back problems. Loophole, he he's probably capable of playing. I don't think he's going to get resigned by anyone. I no. think he, he's getting paid his millions of dollars. He can probably call it in. He could go. But to you the know, coast. but you know what I'm saying? Oh, he play can, in the coast. He can go in the American League. But you know what I'm saying, Alex, is that there's a reason There's a reason why Lou is one of the best, because he has the ability to pull it. Now, I don't know what was going on towards the end of New Jersey. I think he probably just got tired. It was before my time. Well, it was during my time, but it was before my time where I actually cared. Focused. Yeah. Focused. And so so I, that's why I'm thinking, like, yes, there's probably shenaniganery. Is that a word? Shenaniganery? Shenanigans. Shenaniganery. There are probably shenanigans afoot. That there is what are shenaniganery. I just, I don't, th- and I, and he, of course, he's been doing this for years. Right. So, I don't see why everyone's freak, you know, flipping out about this. 
It's it's it's. The we same. have an expansion team in the National Hockey League, and it's probably set up because the league wanted that to happen. I'm just saying, there's no shenanigans there. Hello, there's a big hello. You want to know what exactly what it is? It's the two siblings over one toy. Like if you were to get a, a present for Christmas or whatever, not you, yeah, and not me, but I wanted to play with your toy. Well, mom, not- mom would, mom or dad would tell me. You can't play with that toy. It's your brother's. He got it for Christmas. You'd have to ask But him. that's not fair. I want to play with it. I want it. That's not fair because it's not benefiting me. And you uh, you think, and you're telling me Arizona. Imagine if Lou went to Arizona. First of all, that would be a very bad tan for that man. Secondly. Ekman Larson would be playing for five. Five million dollars. He would tell him to play for five. Exactly. exactly. And I, he would turn that franchise around. But exactly. shenanigans or not, who cares? He's, right now, he's right doing now, his job. Right. Right now, Tavares is the island's toy for Christmas. Happy birthday, Kwanzaa. I, I think it's going to happen, and I think they may get him. And I think they're, they're going to keep that. Think, they're going to keep that present. They're going to keep the that toy. If if Tavares doesn't stay in the island with the Islanders, I don't want. I don't want to know that. I do not. I'd like to be a fly on the wall in that negotiation room. If oh, he doesn't resign, my God. oh my goodness, that would be the. Someone would be killed. <laughs> Someone's going to die. That's like when Hulk Hogan went to WCW. They're like, wait, you did what? You said that. Uh, Sacrilege. Exactly. Sacrilege. And I think that's. Ric Flair wrestling his quote unquote retirement match at WrestleMania and then going to TNA two weeks later. Sacrilege. So. Yeah. <laughs> Shush. Um, and I, I really. The Islanders will be better now. I really think they will. Well, if, first, if, his, gonna, if history's proved me anything right, you're going to see something go down. And they're going to become a team that's actually has to be. You have to look on the schedule and think, oh, the Islanders. That's not two points anymore. Well, well, that's first, first off, they're going to puke and purge their system. Yes, like well, like Lou did his first year in New Jersey. First year he did in Toronto, sixty-nine points. But here's nice. a, here's another thing though. Um, going back to how Lou was successful in Toronto. Lou also doesn't have a Kyle Dubas. He doesn't. He can bring on a Kyle Dubas. He, he can, can. He, he can, will find. He can try to find they don't, a replacement. Yes, they, they don't really have an analytics team. Yes, but of course, Toronto. I'm not. I'm not, talk, I'm not even talking about analytics level. Well, that's I'm what, about, that's I'm what, ta- what. That's what Dubas brought. Is I'm, what I'm trying no, to say. I was talking about as a general manager as on your farm team. On your farm team. Well, I, well, he doesn't. Here's the thing. Lou doesn't care for that. Lou, Lou is not going to the Islanders to mentor anybody. Lou is going there to fix that franchise. But if you want to fix the franchise, you also have to fix the entire system, which includes your farm teams. Bridgeport's a, uh, I don't know. Bridgeport Bridgeport's is. not good. They're not great. Of course, they're not I, good. Minor league teams are hit and miss, though. They are. They are. Grand Rapids was a first place team, then they went to last, and they were a first place team, went to last. Chicago Wolves, great team, bad team. Marley's, well, we've been fortunate. <laughs> Mar- Her- Hershey Bears, yeah, you're a pretty good team, not yet. You're not so good. Wilkesbury Scranton. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Wilkesbury Scranton. At least Springfield. Wilkes Wilkesbury Scranton. Hey, at least you're known for being in the same town that the office is set in. Lehigh Valley. You're still the Phantoms. You're still the coolest team in the AHL. <laughs> you're still the Phantoms. You know the Phantoms. So. Jump, jump. Uh. Well, on that note, uh, yeah. quite literally, that note, because there's music. That, that horrible note. 
Ah! That was a mess up. Ooh! We botched the ending! <laughs> Thank you for all for listening. I'm not for Tyler Keel, but I am Alex Keel. We'll see you next time. That was the worst ending ever. All your fault. Game over. It's over! <laughs>